the portion where we go through your travel uh, wish list for your next upcoming trip. Okay. Okay, great. Alright, so the first question is what season are you hoping to travel in or what uh, weather are you hoping to experience, I suppose, as seasons can differ across countries and continents. So it really depends on sort of the feel of where you're trying to travel or unless you're trying to travel somewhere special in a particular season that you might prefer. So do you have anything in mind seasonal-wise? Okay, so you're looking for something cozy, wintery. Oh, okay, so like a winter trip. Okay, so definitely colder weather. But nothing too rural, I understand. Okay, this is going to lead into some of our other questions, so hang tight. So, because you're looking for something colder, but of course nothing too out of, you know, nowhere, um, what kind of experience are you looking for? Sometimes people do prefer a little bit more of a private, um, away from it all type of feel for a vacation or getaway. Sometimes people want to be in the midst of all the things going on in the cities. So do you have a particular vibe or, you know, mood that you would be in to go uh, with your getaway? Okay. So you would like to be in close proximity. Okay. Of course, to restaurants, shopping. What about any outdoor adventures? I know during the colder weather, there's only a limited amount of things, but it's not impossible. You're open. Okay. Okay. But nothing too strenuous. Okay. Yes, I think there are many opportunities to pare things down depending on the activity. Okay. So you're looking to be in close proximity to people and of course you know grocery stores or restaurants in some capacity but you also are trying okay yeah okay so you're also trying to have a bit of privacy okay a bit of privacy and yeah that's perfectly understandable like you want to be close to your necessities, but uh, far enough away to experience some peace and quiet. Yes. No, that's not too much. Trust me, there is uh, many preferences people have when they come through our doors and nothing surprises me. And I do think what you're looking for is not at all uncommon, okay? you worry, we'll find something. Now, in terms of traveling, um, are you looking to travel by a specific automobile, um, 
or type of way of transportation. So are you keen on flying, possibly going by train or car? What is your preference? You're hoping just a car ride. So you're looking for something a bit more local to us. Okay. Not a problem. There is so much to explore in our great state and it is just simply a car ride away. Of course, there will always be other options we can investigate for you, but I will prioritize um, the car being the primary mode of transportation, okay? Okay, wonderful. Now, because we're talking about a local um, trip and the winter season is somewhat approaching, what dates are you sort of hoping or looking at if we're thinking of all those variables together? Okay. It might be a little bit more expensive around that holiday, but we can absolutely check. Now, holidays are obviously going to be expensive, you know, no matter the season, truly. But I do think you're kind of hitting a season most people opt not to travel. So I think we'll be able to find um, a suitable rate, but you can always adjust things. You can, you know, have your trip extend earlier or later depending to maximize the time or the rates. Obviously, Friday through Sunday, Thursday through Sundays are really big traveling uh, timeframes for people, so the rates are going to be higher on those days naturally, no matter the season, but I think we'll be able to, you know, explore that a little bit together and find the best budget for you. Okay. Speaking of which, please do tell me, do you have any budget we should be working with today? Okay, so nothing too grand. And now the time and dates you gave me for the trip. Is that just a long weekend then? You're not looking for anything too extensive right now? Okay. You're looking for four days and three nights. Not a problem. And in your party of traveling, how many of you will there be? Just two, okay. And that is two adults. future plans we create for you. Do you happen to have anyone else in your party that you would ever need to consider, or is it just the two of you? Okay. No problem. I only ask that because we do like to make sure we customize our plans to include, um, you know, family-friendly things or anything of that sort if you had that type of dynamic. But we have absolutely so many options for adults. And we would love to make sure we customize our plans for you accordingly. Okay? Awesome. Alright, now this is a bit of an unorthodox question, but I really want to know if there's anything you really don't want to include in your trip. Anything you don't like, I feel is really important for me to know and to consider. Anything from allergies that you have to food aversions, 
perhaps it's a type of place you don't like to go to. I know a lot of people don't like to go to bars, for example. Maybe they don't enjoy drinking alcohol. Um, so we really want to be aware of the things that you prefer and what you don't prefer. I find that that can be the easier thing to think about is what you don't like. And then I can find options for you that you may have never even considered that pertain to the things you're interested in. Yeah, so this will be our section on preferences. So let's start off with, are there any um, things that you're not really into or that you don't enjoy? such as going to bars or perhaps, you know, being in nature a lot. Um, maybe you don't like shopping or maybe your partner has certain dislikes as well. Okay, so no heavy or dangerous activities. You're not a risk taker, I hear. No problem. Not at all. I think you can absolutely enjoy your vacation without having to do anything very strenuous. Yes, in fact, a lot of the time those activities can end up really exhausting you and take up quite a bit of the day where you end up feeling like you have to sleep the rest of your vacation off to recuperate, so yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. You're not a huge fan of seafood, but your partner is. So you want to find restaurants that can cater to both of you so you can both enjoy, okay? I totally understand. I can imagine that would be difficult going to a restaurant with your partner and you're not into any of the food items. So we'll try to find some options. Well, other than sea creatures, are there any other preferences or dislikes that I should be aware of? Mm. You don't like too loud of establishments, so that goes for bars and restaurants, okay. So you're not, you're not into anything too rowdy, I'm assuming. Yeah, you're looking for a little bit more of a chill vacation. Totally understand. Nothing too crazy with nightlife, I'm assuming. Okay. Perfectly understandable. So, in terms of this trip and, of course, the things you're trying to avoid, what are you hoping to experience out of this getaway that we can hopefully achieve with the itineraries we create for you? Okay. So, you're looking to relax have some peace and lots of good food. Shopping, browsing, okay. And what about cultural experiences like museums or performance shows? Open to that, okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I think we've taken down quite a few notes of what you're looking for, and I have a good idea of sort of the mood you're going for, the type of vacation you're trying to achieve, and the experience that you really want to have on this getaway. So, 
I think what I'm gonna do is have you just go back into our lobby. Right out there we have some snacks and coffee and tea and water, um, some magazines, and of course, if you haven't already, we have free Wi-Fi, so you can check out, you know, anything on the internet, um, browse your phone. I'm just gonna take, um, a few minutes here, maybe 15 to 20 minutes, go through and find some itineraries for you, customize them a little bit, and then I'll have you come back in and we can go over them together. And then from there, just depending on which itinerary you really sort of are fond of, we can explore further details of bookings and really customizing it further from there. So, how does that sound? Great. Alright, well, I'll go ahead and have you step out back into the lobby. If you need anything, our receptionist is there to help you. And meanwhile, I'll be at work over here putting your plans together, okay? Wonderful. Alright, thank you so much. yourself comfortable. Wonderful. Did you have any refreshments in our lobby? Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Yes, I'm glad you didn't have to wait too long. I was excited to get your options put together, so we have a, quite a few things to go through today. Yes, so sit back, relax, and I'll go ahead and talk through our first itinerary here today, which is the Big Bear Trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So, this is our Big Bear Trip. And it is a four-day, three-nights trip for two. Okay. Now, I'll go through a little bit about what we're looking at here. This is a rough itinerary, so it's not incredibly detailed or by the hour, anything like that. I like to start off with something a bit more fluid, and I find that a lot of our clients enjoy that so that they have some flexibility depending on how they're feeling during their trip. They can kind of switch things around. Of course, if we're booking reservations for anything, you will want to lock that into a specific time and then you can sort of build your day around that activity and we'll go through what that looks like in a minute. Mm -hmm. So on this side here, this is your schedule. So this is a proposed schedule by day that you spend on your vacation and underneath each day are potential activities. Again, very loose, not too specific. Of course, it depends on your, you know, preferences. And the days are listed for a potential weekend trip, but you can easily 
change these to weekdays, okay? So again, everything's very flexible. Nothing is very set in stone currently. Over here, we have a list of things to do broken down by restaurants we recommend and activities or sightseeing. And then down here is a new section where we have um, incorporated recommendations for accommodations based on your budget. So whether you have a lower budget or a higher budget. So before we dive into the details of the schedule, which I want to start off with first, I'd like to talk a little bit first about Big Bear and the location. Have you been there before? Only briefly, okay. So Big Bear is located in California and it's a mountainside lake area city. It's a rather large city and a rather large lake. Big Bear is known for its great seasonal offerings in the summer and winter. In the summertime, they of course offer water sports and just sort of the overall outdoor camping trip vibe. And then of course during the winter, they actually do have ski slopes so you can do some skiing as well. So Big Bear is a great getaway location for a bit more of a chill, cozy um, mood, but you're not completely away from civilization, if you will. You're definitely still near grocery stores. There's even a Starbucks. Everything is in very close proximity, so it can get a little crowded depending on when you go. So in that case, you will expect at least some people around you. So Big Bear is definitely a great location for even the winter time. I think it's even cozier. Um, you get to have the privacy of a cabin or a hotel in some sense and get the coziness of that along with some great natural um, nature to experience as well. So let's go ahead and get into the proposed schedule on this side, okay? Day one is uh, proposed on a Thursday, so you would arrive and check in, and then you could lead into um, a mini happy hour or lunch, depending on what you've eaten that day. Now, depending on how long you take that, you could lead into a nice cozy dinner. Um, that could be at your place where you're staying, it could be at a restaurant, anything that is really cozy in your eyes. Oh, a candlelit dinner at a restaurant is perfectly acceptable. Now, I emphasize cozy dinner because it might be the case that you've had a long car ride or trip and you might just want something chill to relax into. And it's more of a chill town with Big Bear. They do close most of their restaurants pretty early. I want to say the latest I've seen is around 9 to 10 p.m. for restaurants. So you are going to want to make sure that you prioritize your dinners a little bit earlier in the evening and there isn't a heavy nightlife. Um, so that's just something to consider um, when planning your meals, okay? Now for day two, it's a Friday. This is your first full day. Now, this is uh, going to start your day off with a coffee shop visit. 
and I recommend grabbing a cup of coffee or tea, whatever you prefer. And if you would like to dedicate a, this day to a particular activity, during this season there are skiing opportunities, you could do a tour or cruise on the lake, they do offer those during the winter time, we'll talk more about that. Or you could do some other activities um, based on the options we recommend over on this side, okay? Which we'll get into in a minute. And then, of course, you can have a dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Now, depending on the activity you do, you might want to make things a little bit more relaxed. Skiing is obviously going to be a bit more rigorous than taking a lake tour, okay? Day three is Saturday. You're going to start this day off with some brunch and then you can potentially browse the shops as well as have a lunch uh, locally as well. So a bit more of a shopping day, again, can really tailor it to how you're feeling. And then of course, a nice dinner could be at your place of stay or you can go out. And then the final day is checkout. But before you leave Big Bear, don't forget to stop for a quick coffee or breakfast on your way home, okay? So that is our schedule for your proposed itinerary. Now we can fill in with some activity options or restaurant options. So here we have a couple of restaurants. These do not include all the restaurants, of course, that exist in Big Bear. Just a couple ones that I think you might be interested in. There's the Peppercorn Grill, the Teddy Bear Restaurant that's very cozy, comfort food style. I think you might like that. For more happy hour or social type of mood, I would say the 572 Social Kitchen Lounge would be a great option, especially for that lunch shopping uh, day. We have the Grizzly Manor Cafe. Of course, a lot of themes here with bears, <laughs> so you'll, you'll definitely see that. A coffee shop called Moonridge Coffee Company might be somewhere you want to stop for a quick cup of joe. There's also the Saucy Mama's Pizzeria for if you're craving pizza. I know I feel like I always crave pizza when I travel, so that might be something you want to check out. And finally, there's the Big Bear Coffee Roasting Company, another great coffee shop option that's local. Now, I did mention there was a Starbucks there as well, so um, if you're looking for something sort of familiar, there's absolutely a Starbucks um, in Big Bear City. However, I wanted to go ahead and list some local coffee shops that you might be um, keen on trying out, okay? So in our next section for activities and sightseeing, we have skiing, snowboarding, snow tubing. It really depends on your comfort level or what you're interested in. I didn't want to leave this out as I know this is a popular activity during the winter season and during the season you'll be visiting. Mm -hmm. Now there are horseback riding opportunities as well, um, even in the winter time. We might need to into reservations or even just the weather and what the day could look like. You never know if, if there's
there might be a storm, so it could obviously, you know, change your plans, but that is an option. Where you want to get all your shopping done in Big Bear, there is a street, and it is literally called the Village Shopping, so it's not very hard to miss, and it's in close proximity to where you could stay. So that's where you can get all your shopping done, and there's quite a few restaurants as well, so you can kind of have a day of eating and shopping in one. You have the Big Bear Discovery Center. This isn't potentially something that would take up too much time, but it is a, you know, an area you might be interested in exploring or um, checking out. Then, in terms of a cruise on the lake that they do offer during this season that you plan to go, it would be the Big Bear Pirate Ship Cruise. That's a very unique cruise. They do offer other types, but I thought this might be really interesting um, during this season. And then if you're looking for something a little bit more outdoorsy, there is Betty's Buggies, which are basically car buggies that you can travel throughout um, sort of the more natural terrain. Um, and I do believe that they offer it during the winter, again, depending on the weather and the um, circumstances around that, you, we may need to verify the availability of some of these items or activities. But those are some things you could do outside of just staying cozy in your preferred accommodations. So I will go ahead and dive into the lower budget and higher budget accommodation option. The first lower budget option, now it is pretty pricey traveling to Big Bear, so some of this might depend even on availability. Some things could be more expensive than another. It all really just depends, but we have the Wolf Creek Hotel and Resort. We have Kathy's Cottages. We have the Golden Bear Cottages. We have the Vintage Lakeside Inn. And then we have the Gray Squirrel Resort and Rental Houses. Now over on the higher budget side, we do have the Midnight Moon Cabins. These cabins are beautiful and just so gorgeous cozy, but still very modern and beautiful. I think these are a great option if you have the budget, and of course if they're available, I definitely think that would be my top pick for you. Next we have the Marina Riviera, and then there's the Holiday Inn Resort the Lodge at Big Bear Lake. So those are some accommodation options, and of course the Big Bear Trip recommendations. So I can go ahead and leave this with you if you need more time to review it, um, but I can also email a copy as well. Alright, how about we go ahead and review the next itinerary? Okay, you liked this one a lot. Okay, awesome. Great to hear. So this next itinerary is the Solving Trip Itinerary. Four day, three nights, trip for two. And like uh, the other itinerary, I can first start off with 
diving into a little bit about Solfing. Solfing is actually located in Southern California and it's sort of near Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. Solfing is definitely known as a quaint village. Some might even say it's sort of like little Denmark or like a little Dutch neighborhood. It's very um, quaint in that way and all the buildings are very uniquely um, designed um, in that style. So Solfing is a lovely little town and very much in close proximity to many wineries in the area as it's very well known for wine. I'll go ahead and start off with the proposed schedule. So the first day would be a Thursday, or any day really you prefer, and we would start off with a hotel check-in, and then after that, a short little happy hour at your preferred location. They do offer many wineries and breweries, so I think a happy hour is definitely due for this type of trip. And then you can have a cozy dinner out um, in town or wherever you might prefer. The second day is a Friday and your first full day. Now this trip is definitely going to be full of food tastings. Um, it's definitely food oriented. You can see our restaurant list is quite large. So I definitely recommend starting off with a great brunch. Um, and you might want to also explore the shops get to know the neighborhood a little bit, get some souvenirs or items of interest. They have a lot of great gift shops. You could um, also go see a show if there is something um, available during this day. And then you can wrap up with dinner as well. The next day, day three, you can also get breakfast or brunch. Again, great breakfast options are available here. Then you might want to go ahead and do a wine tasting in the afternoon or potentially also check out a museum and of course continue any shopping. And of course end your day off with a nice dinner. And then on your last day as you check out, you may want to before you leave, check out the local bakery to grab some goodies for your journey home. Okay? Alright, let's get into things to do. So for restaurants, there's quite a few re restaurants and I couldn't list them all here, but you know, don't let that stop you from exploring um, the restaurants. There's Fitzpatrick's Tavern. The Solvang Restaurant, very well known. There's the Copenhagen Sausage Garden, very popular as well. There's also the Solvang Brewing Company. Another popular place is Carvinta's Winery. Mortensen's Bakery and Berkham's Cafe and Bakery are going to be important for any baked goods you might want. And then there is the Brecky's Breakfast and Brunch. Yes, it is really called Brecky's. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Next, we have activities and sightseeing. So, they do have a um, 
theater called the Pacific Conservatory where they perform shows. So that theater is um, where you might want to check out shows when you stop by or on your trip. It really depends though, depending on the performances they have going on. However, if you can't catch a show, they do have the Hans Christensen Anderson Museum, which I believe is free to visit. I might be wrong on that, but we can double check, but it is a museum available to check out and is very on theme with the entire town. There are plenty of gift stores and shopping opportunities at their village, which they like to call Little Denmark. Yes, it's very quaint and cozy and honestly a great place to visit really any time of the year. Um, I don't believe, obviously, they don't experience any snow in this part of California in Solving, but in Big Bear you might experience snow, so that might be a big difference where you do have the cold weather but you're not dealing with any weather extremities like snow or crazy storms or anything like that. Okay. Now we can get into the accommodations. We have a lower budget again option, higher budget option. For lower budget we have the Royal Copenhagen Inn. I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce that right, but I think it's Fensgard's Danish Lodge. I might have butchered that. We have the Pea Soup Andersons Inn. I know, isn't that such an interesting name? Sideways Inn. Here on the higher budget range, we have Hotel Cork, the Maribel Inn, Wine Valley Inn and Cottages, the Lansby, and finally Finland Hotel and Lounge. Out of these, all, I'd probably recommend either Hotel Cork or the Mirabel Inn. Those look very quaint and cozy and just like the perfect stay. So here are both of the itineraries. They are definitely both really great options and I absolutely think you should sit with them and really go for them with your partner to decide which ones you might really be keen on and then we can go from there and decide on any further details or reservations we need to make or bookings. Yes. Yes, I think um, I'll go ahead and leave these with you, but I can email you some budget um, suggestions or potential rates for some of these items. Yeah, and I'll give you some links so you can obviously check it out on your own end as well. Okay. Yes, depending on which accommodations you like, I might be able to let you know what would fit within your budget. Pretty much all of the accommodations could fit within your budget, but it might max out that budget if you had considered um, including activities and food in your budget. That would be probably a pretty tight budget and you may not be able to do certain activities that would you know, or go to certain restaurants or spend that much on you know gifts or food so it's just something to be aware of that it technically fits within your budget but the higher budget is going to kind of use up most of the spend you have um, and it really depends on what other funds you are sort of reserving for food or activities yeah 
Honestly, I really don't for such a short trip. I don't think you need to do too many activities in one day. Usually I like to surround a day around one sort of core activity. If you try to pack in too much, you could end up overexerting yourself or, you know, sometimes you're you book a reservation for like a dinner, but you had a lot to eat at lunch. So then you're full for that reservation. Um, so it's just being really mindful of, you know, your the way you like to spend your days. And of course, not putting too much in one day where you're not able to enjoy everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go ahead and hand these over to you. All right. How did you like our little consultation today? You enjoyed it. Well, that is good to hear. So, how are we feeling so far on the trips that I provided? Okay, you're liking both of them. Oh, it's kind of hard to choose. That's okay. Um, I think once you sit with it a little bit and come back to me within a couple days, I think um, you'll feel like you'll have a better idea, but again, if you have any questions on anything at all, uh, feel free to let me know, and we can, of course, go through those questions and try to narrow things down a bit for you. But both are great options, and you know what? If you do one, it doesn't mean you can't do the other one in the near future. It just means that you'll need to book another trip with us. Yeah. No problem. Thank you so much for coming in, and I do hope that you get to pick your final choice soon. I'll go ahead and follow up with an email with all this information we covered today, and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me via email or call, okay? And yes, yes, uh, once you make a decision, then we can set up our next appointment to go through the further details of getting your reservations and bookings together. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And I hope that wherever you go, whatever you decide, it's a lovely, relaxing trip full of everything that will help you truly get away. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Have a lovely